supporters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods of Moving and Storage Studio, it's The Ramsey Show, where America hangs out to have a conversation about your life and your money. I am Ramsey personality, Rachel Cruz, hosting this hour with our newest Ramsey personality, Jade. Good to be back with you. It is good. We've had a good time, Rachel. I know. It's been a great, a great day. And so we are taking your calls and it's a free call anywhere in the country at 888-825-5225. Talking about your money, your relationships, your jobs, everything, anything and everything. Jade and I are here for you. So to kick us off this hour, Maria in Orange County is up next. Hey, Maria, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me on. Absolutely. How can we help? So I wanted to ask if it would be a good idea for my husband and I to start house shopping this year. Right. Uh, we are 22 and 23 years old, and together we make 100000 a year before taxes. Okay. Do you have any debt? We have no debt, and we have 45000 of savings, including Ooh, our emergency nice. fund. Yes. Very good. You said 40, 45000 in savings? Yes. That's good. Okay. Um. Yeah, so you're newly married, or how long are you married? Yes, we got married uh, last December, so we're one year in. (laughs) One year in. Okay, you know, this is good. This is is starting to look good. So, you know, the way we teach it, you've walked up the baby steps, you're no debt, looks like you've got the 45,000, would you call that like six months of expenses or between three to six months of expenses? Yes. Okay, great. So you're in prime time to start saving for your house, which we would call baby step 3B. So I don't want you to take the 45K and use that as your down payment because technically that's your three to six month emergency fund. But I do want you to start saving. Uh, Have you done any research on what it would cost, you know, for what you're looking for in your area home wise? Yeah, it's expensive. (laughs) I was about to say Orange County. Yeah. Yeah. And and Maria, I mean, after taxes, your take home pay for you guys is what? More like 60? That's true. Yes, it's about 60. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Have you, um, I kind of cut you off. I'm sorry from Jade's question, but have you, have you guys looked and priced anything um, where your payment, your monthly payment would be around 25% of your take home pay? I haven't really done the math, um, but we were starting to talk to realtors and they asked us the same question and then they jumped right into, okay, well we can go talk to a loan officer. So yeah, they would. Um, <laughs> How important is it for you to stay in orange County? Like, are you guys open um, to places that are less expensive? Not necessarily, you know, I'm not saying that you got to move to Montana, but I'm just saying, are you in, open to areas that are, you know, counties that are less expensive or, you know, are tell me more about that. Yes, we're open to moving not too far, maybe Riverside or Inland Empire, Mm -hmm. um, because both of our jobs are here in Orange County. Okay. I mean, here's the thing. You're ready to start saving for the house, but, you know, the rules still apply even in Orange County, even in the most expensive counties. You know, we want you on that 15 year fixed mortgage. We don't want it to be any more than 25 percent of your take home pay. And the reason for that is we want you to be able to enjoy home ownership. We don't want it to be too much of your monthly budget, you know, to where owning a home becomes more of a burden than a blessing. So I think for you guys right now, Maria, it's just going to be about researching the area and really getting a, a clear bead on, okay, 
this is what we can afford and this is what we're going to have to pay in order to make that happen. Like you're going to have to really get a hefty down payment for sure. You know, I want you to be at 20%, avoid that PMI. I don't want anything else that's going to make home ownership any more expensive than what it needs to be, especially where you're located. Okay. And Maria, I would say too, maybe it's not a single family home. Maybe you guys look at a condo or a townhome. Uh, or something because you guys are still young and yeah. maybe you want to start building equity if, right if, if all the math works and it's not just a standalone you know um, single family there might be other options in the area just to build some equity and kind of get you in the game i think would be another another great option but um that's a really good point rachel you I, don't have to start at the top you can build right. that real estate ladder yes yes i know and i don't want to be debbie down and maria and i've not pulled the, i'm not looking at the mls of your of your area right now but <laughs> Um, it it it, it kind of just sucks that sixty thousand doesn't go very far in California. Yeah. Um, and so I know you guys are probably feeling that. So I I I really do pray though that there's something even in that area if there is that's amazing or or the surrounding areas like Jade said, because um, you guys are in the perfect position baby step wise financially mm-hmm. to purchase something. Just making sure that it's not out and. Uh, I've heard it said, and it's just true that, you know, numbers, they don't have emotions. That's true. We have emotions when we look at the numbers, but the numbers are the numbers. And so really, I would encourage you, Maria, you and your husband to be disciplined when looking at the numbers, because it can be very easy to say, well, everyone's house payment here is right. 50% of their, I mean, right. we're in California. It's what, yeah. it's what happens. And, and just, don't be in a rush. You guys have got yeah. time. You're married one year, right? And I'm yes. sure there's room for your income to grow, to go up. I mean, do you see a trajectory where you guys are, That's right, yeah. you know, earning more money in the next five, you know, three, five years? Yeah. So I just graduated from university this past May. So I just started my career mm-hmm. and my husband, he has two years in his career. So mm-hmm. we're, we're just starting. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I hope it, I'm pretty sure it's going to grow. Yeah, it oh, will. Oh, it will. <laughs> it will. But um, yeah, I think just, I think patience, Maria, but you guys have done a fantastic job thus far. I mean, looking at no debts, you guys ha- are saving, you make great income. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I, that, that's not me saying you don't. Right, but, right. You know, um, so you guys are, have done a really great job. The foundation under you is really strong. And I would just say, yeah, be patient. Not Don't be in a rush. You got You're time. good. You have time, um, but but looking at your options. But that's exciting. You know, home home ownership is fun. And it's it something, is. it's like the great American dream, right? I feel like it's one of those those pieces to that puzzle that people it talk is. about. Uh, but it is expensive. When you own it, everything now suddenly is on you. That's and, true. And it quickly can become very overwhelming if you're not wise. And, and you know, it's fascinating too, like, and not in her case necessarily, but just our, our lifestyles, right? Mm-hmm. Our houses, our cars, the vacations we take, the clothes, like everything that funds our lifestyles day in and day out, sometimes is the thing that prevents us to doing what we really want. I was talking to a family yes. and she like really wants to quit and stay home with the kids, but their mortgage payment won't let them. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, move. Like, there, like there's something to the American dream I want to shake up to be like, yes, home ownership is great. We want everyone to own a home. It's smart, all the things. Yeah. But it's also not the, it's not the end all be all either. Definitely not. I think that's, again, back to the social media. I think sometimes social media and like just everything puts out there a picture of this is what you should have. And these are the things that should make you happy. But that's not necessarily 
if that's not your priority, then that's not what's going to make you happy. Yes. If having a giant house, you know, is not your priority, but staying home with your kids are, you've got to shift towards what's really going yes. to make it a life that you love. I know. That's right. And it's not worth the stress either. Right. So that's one reason we were so such sticklers on that formula about buying a home is it's not worth the stress, you guys. It's not. And so at the end of the day, be wise, be smart. But Maria, I know you guys have a bright future ahead of you. You guys have been so diligent, so yeah. smart. So we are excited for you. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. Listen, if you are enjoying the show, if if you love it, if it's part of your rhythm, share it with a friend, will you? Uh, that's one of the best ways to spread the word because our jobs day in and day out, yes, is to come here in front of a microphone and talk about this stuff. But but truly, we want to see this, this level of revolution in America today. We want people to get control of their money for maybe the first time ever and be free from debt have that control and it's just it's an amazing feeling when money doesn't have to be a stress point and so that's our that that's our hope for everyone out there and so if you enjoy if you're watching on youtube or the podcast or the radio please share it with your family with your friends because we want to get the word out to be able to continue to help people truly live like no one else so later they can live and give like no one else so on the show, Jade, we uh, we love to do some like reaction videos right on yeah. TikTok, instagram there's always some fun money uh, videos out there that we see and sometimes I'm not gonna lie sometimes before the show we're like oh I'll do a quick watch or one of us sees it and finds it before the show to play it but this clip James came in during the break and we have not seen I'm scared and he's like I really want you to see this clip live on the show and I'm so we scared said, of what we might find we said okay we are brave courageous women Jade we can do this but uh so we just heard it's about car loans so that's all we know all right James Play the video. Sir, what is your car payment? Uh, mine is thirteen twenty-five. And what kind of vehicle is that? It's a twenty-two Ford Raptor. Okay. You have another payment? I do actually. My wife's hers is a thousand. It's a twenty-two Ford Expedition. Perfect. Hey, ma'am. What is your car payment? Thirteen eighty-six. And what kind of car requires a $1,386 payment? A 2022 Grand Wagoneer Series 3. Hey, sir, what is your car payment? I got a couple of them, but the first one's $1,445. What kind of car is that? That's a new GMC Sierra 2500 Denali. Holy What's crap. Uh, it's a wide body so CPSB. That's $1,161. Nice payment. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so the video is a guy speak. with a phone going through, and it looks like an office. I don't even know where they are, asking different people what their car payments are. So they're there on video. It's a car dealership. Oh, it's a car dealership. It's the people that work at the dealership. Oh. These are their cars, James. 
Y'all, I can't speak, Rachel. Talk about holy crap. I can I say that when I use an example, no when words. I just use an example of a car payment on the show, and I'm like, yeah, you know, a five hundred dollar car payment. Like, well, yeah, that feels big. We're talking. We're talking in the thousands. I was prepared to talk about the average car payment, which is like 717. I was prepared to yell at people for 717. <laughs> my my guy has a $1,400 for car one. For one car. One car. For one car. Oh, Lord. So that's oh. what's crazy is oh. the... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Rachel, I'm sorry. Give us some vibes, James. Oh, you Lord. got this. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Rachel, go Jay. Just go. I, what, what is what is happening? Go. I, these I'm people here. are dumb. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I got Rachel. You are so kind, and <laughs> and you need to pray for me right now because this is it, this is I've lost my words. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Thirteen, fourteen, twelve hundred on cars on one vehicle. You are stealing. You are robbing from your future. You're robbing. You're robbing yourself. I said it. I said it before the break. I said, Rachel, the car payment, that is the thing. Yep, that is yep. the gap that keeps the middle class from becoming and building wealth. Because wealth. if you invested that car payment, oh, what it would be. Oh, what I mean, it would be. If I, I was prepared, like I said, I was prepared to talk about the average car payment, $717 right. for one person. And if you invested that money just over 30 years. At a, a you know ten percent rate, that's over one point four million dollars. Yep, one point four million. And then I thought, okay, because the little article that we had here was talking about how you know people are paying, shelling out more than a thousand dollars a month on their cars. And I'm like, okay, well, a thousand dollars invested for that same term, over two million dollars, two million dollars that you can have, two million dollars. And I just, I hear, we hear all the time, Rachel, people, well, you know, today in today's economy, it's impossible to get a million dollars. It's impossible to get ahead the way my bank account is set up. No, the way your bank account is set up is with you spending all that you own. A stupid person spends all that they get. That's a, that's a paraphrase from what the Bible says. A foolish man spends everything he gets. Y'all are spending everything you get on a car note for what? For it to be for parked what? in a car in a parking lot outside in the rain while you're inside heating up your lean cuisine in the microwave. You're not even getting to drive it because you're working all day. What? Rachel, tell me to go away because I'm not I, telling I need, you anything. I need to go Jay under the desk. I need to go under the desk right now. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, because here, here's the deal. It's the truth. And what's and what's hard is that we hear day in and day out the struggle that people are in. Yes. And the problem is for for a lot of people, I'm not gonna blame this on everyone, but for a lot of people, it is the amount of debt that they carry. Yes. So then you narrow it down to a car loan, which in my opinion, I told you this at the break, I'm like, it is, it's it's the hardest it's the hardest piece of debt for me to justify yeah. in my head because people can say a student loan, my degree, it's going to get me a job or this or that, whatever. But a car, but a, but a car loan is an asset that goes down in value. It goes down. And it's a thing that just gets you from point A to point B. Yes. And you don't have to have it, right? You don't have to have this like luxurious thing. And then on top of that, yeah. going into debt, having that payment where you could be wise and thinking about future self. Yes. And investing that instead and still having a great car. Like, I'm not talking about you have to drive a beater right. your whole time. You can not, still have yeah. a great car, but you actually save up and pay for it. You own it. So there's a sense of ownership that other people don't own your future and own your life. That's right. And there, there is something about that car payment, the car loan, that whole that whole debt. It is a mindset shift. And when it you is. said, 
it it keeps the middle class. It does. There. Look, we know, and I'm sure this stat, I mean, it's the stat is changing all the time, but the last time I wrote it down, 61% of people living to paycheck to paycheck. I think I saw one recently that said like 73 people, uh, percent of people living paycheck to paycheck. And I, I, I did the math on this. I looked at a couple of stats and it said 43% of people have some sort of car loan like car loan through the bank. And then the other 25% of people have leases, not mm. like, you know, the typical loan. So if you add that number up, Rachel, yep, yep. that is suspiciously close to the 61% that are living paycheck to paycheck. And y'all are wondering why you don't have any money out here. And the, the magic of the of the $1,100 that's back of margin in your budget month to month, if you didn't have that payment, the, that paycheck to paycheck stat would be totally different. It'd be totally different. The paycheck, the, the car note, Rachel, is keeping American people living paycheck to paycheck. It yep. is keeping you broke. Now, we've yelled and <laughs> we have given myself high blood pressure and all of the things. My armpits are sweating. I love a jade rant. It's my favorite. Let's talk about what you can do instead. Yep. Let's talk. I mean... You guys know, y'all know my story. Can I please just tell you guys, especially, and I have to mention this because culture now is very work from home. Work from home culture, 2020 did that. Sam and I sold our second vehicle back in, what was it, Sam, 2010? And we were a one car family from 2010 until basically four months ago. One car, if we did it, and can I tell you the amount of money we saved, and Rachel? Two kids, and two and kids. And two kids. Yes. So what does that look like, Jade? Like, like walk people through, because people are yeah. hearing you and they're thinking, no, because my, you know, my, I, I, yeah. I need a car just to get da 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 da. Like, I grew up as a one-car family. Yeah. And I, so. It's all like what you said earlier. It's formatting your brain to go, what do I value? What, what do, the world tells us we need two cars and they need to be brand yeah. new cars. And, but what do you value? I valued being debt-free. My husband valued being debt-free. And for us, at the time, we had a Hummer an H3 Hummer and the payment was like $457 a month. We had a Jeep Liberty. It was 303 a month. We sold the Hummer. We were upside down on it. So we had to take out a small loan for yep. like two or $3,000, but it freed up over $25,000 of debt for us. Uh. You know, so we did that and we worked on one car. We paid off that one car. And do you know what we have now, Rachel? Money, Jen. Money and a paid off car. And then we bought our next car. We took those payments, added them up pay for our next car in cash and that's how you do it folks that's it not, not much more to say jade well done well done this is the ramsey show about wills a lot on this show because everyone needs one okay it's a basic adult responsibility and there's just no good excuse not to have a will we also recommend an online will uh, because it's fast it's cost effective and it's just a great way to get you taken care of if you don't have a will right now but there are a lot of questions asking okay is a simple will online is that for everyone you know what if you need a trust what kind of powers of attorney do you need or a mirror will, right? There's some specifics in there. So if you have some of those questions, our team actually built a quiz 
to help you find the right options for you. You'll get a custom, you'll get custom results based on basic info, like if you're married or single, where you live, even the size of your estate. And then you'll be able to understand exactly your specific situation and we'll be able to help you decide, okay, what's the next best step for you when it comes to getting a will. So take the quiz online again uh, to kind of figure out what kind of will you need to protect you and your family's wishes. So visit RamseySolutions.com slash wills quiz. RamseySolutions.com slash wills quiz and take that and check it out and see what your result is because again, everybody needs a will. Mm. All right, up next is Debbie in Las Vegas. Hey, Debbie, welcome to the show. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Jade. Thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. How can we help? Well, my husband's going to be retiring at the end of this month. Um, We've been following Dave Ramsey for 26 years and done very well. But now I'm concerned um, just we're going to keep his 401ks and IRAs in a um, very conservative portfolio. But mine is pretty aggressive, and I'm wondering if I should stay aggressive. Um, We're 10 years difference in age. Okay, so how old are you? I'm 57. 57, okay. At what age are you thinking about retiring? <laughs> Good question. If it was my choice, it'd be now, but um, <laughs> I'm going to continue working for the health insurance and so forth. So I'm hoping about 62 I'll be retiring. Okay, perfect. Well, um, what and what kind of funds? Are you in like aggressive growth funds? Do you know the specifics, the, the category specifically that yours are in? You said aggressive, but... Yeah, I've, I've kept a bit in cash. My husband is a little leery of the stock market. Um, he's seen it go up and down so much, and he it, he has anxiety about it. So we have a, a large amount in cash, but I have about 150 in cash. And then the rest of my portfolio, which my funds are about 650000 um, I have it split 25% with growth, growth and in income, aggressive growth, and international. Okay. Oh, perfect. That's yeah. great. It's exactly what we teach. Uh, so how much does, so you said your cash and what you have in investments, what does he have? I'm curious. He has about a million dollars in his 401ks and IRAs. Oh, great. wow. Amazing. Mm-hmm. So you guys are, you, you guys are everyday millionaires, Debbie. You've done yeah. it. Well, we are. That's why we followed Dave. And he's, you know, it's 26 years of following his, his Debbie. Lessons. What's making you say that yours are, you said that, well, my investments are very aggressive. What's making you say that? Because you've got the perfect split. You know, you've got it invested exactly the way we would say it is. Yeah, I'm just worried that, you know, given a shorter um, time frame where I'm looking at 62 years, should I start going back, you know, winding that down a little bit? And I, I would like to keep money in our portfolio um, to give to our kids. We do have six children um, and seven grandbabies that I'd like to, you know, leave something for them. So I don't want to, I'm hoping not to be able, not to have to touch the 401k. Mm-hmm. So I guess in that sense, I think maybe I could stay aggressive. Yes. Yeah. Especially if you guys, I mean, so he, you said he has a million dollars in his 401k and, and is he going to be taking money out? I know you said he's leery of the stock market. Is he planning on taking that all out when he retires next month? What's his plan with that million dollars? No, actually, he's got a couple pensions. So okay. we uh, we also have a fully paid for house. Oh, that's wonderful. Fully paid for cars. Um, and then we set aside knowing that he was going to be retiring. We have a little over $200,000 in a um, 
high uh, net, the uh, savings account that we hope to, you know, if we need to draw out during, because he's not going to draw Social Security until age 70. So okay, wow. we were hoping that that, that that savings could bridge us to that. This is how it's done, Rachel. This Debbie, you guys are killing it. Well done, Debbie. Yeah, so <laughs> for your situation, like you said, you're not even probably going to have to touch your 401k, even his investments. I mean, like, you guys are at a place that, yeah, even though he's entering retirement, I especially wouldn't take anything out now. I mean, if if you guys had run the numbers and you're like, we, you know, we want to start take, with withdraw, withdrawing right. to retire and all of that. They don't you need know. it. But at this point, I think you're good, Debbie. So I would recommend still staying in it. We're talking about this actually with our Building Wealth event tomorrow night um, and looking at the market. And we did um, a lot of the content, Debbie, for that tomorrow night for me specifically is looking at these graphs of the S&P 500 over even the last 50, 75 years. And you watch it go up and down but when you spit when you when you have the perspective and span out you know you you really do see the trajectory though it, it's an it's an upward tick like yeah it goes up and down in times and we're kind of in a down but i might be pollyanna but i might believe in the american economy enough to know like we're going to come back from this that's right the like track record rachel yes and so when you look back on the pattern of that debbie that's what gives me confidence even though the conspiracy theorist to me kind of I, my, my mind can go that way sometimes but <laughs> don't say lo- that because her husband's gonna <laughs> but my logical brain would say to look at I, the pattern of what's happened Debbie so I think you're good and you yeah. guys are not in a rushed position to take the money out like I would just continue what you're doing and I'm telling you Debbie in five years we're going to be having a different conversation mm-hmm. man I'm, I'm so proud of yeah. you guys I'm looking at you so. guys going this is You're, this is living like no one else right here. Very good. Okay, Debbie, real quick before I let you go, mm-hmm. people are listening mm-hmm. now that are possibly new listeners. They're starting this journey. They're in their twenties and they're thinking, "Oh my gosh, is this worth it?" You're on kind of the other side, <laughs> Debbie. Right? You're uh, you guys have done this. You've done the work for over twenty years. It's a it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. What uh, what just piece of advice or encouragement do you, can you give our listeners for for wor- working this journey? Because you guys have done it and you've won. Yes. Yeah. Well, let me tell you. When we got married 26 years ago, um, he brought three children into the family. I brought three, so it was a split family. So we knew we had odds against us for making that marriage work, but we were determined to do it. My husband looked at me right after we got married. We had been married maybe three, six months. And he says, hey, I want to try this. I've listened to Dave Ramsey. I want to try this envelope system. I looked at him and I said, uh-uh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and he says, give me three months. So we sat down, got the envelopes, wrote on the front of every one of them, and we've never looked back. Yeah. Every dollar has a name. Um, I keep the budget up every month. We review it every month. We've never fought over finances. Mm. And that's just been you know, such a great situation. And we're teaching that with our kids as well. They, they still have that little wild hair where they want to go out and buy the new car. And we're like, no, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, you know, we have to let them stumble a little bit. Oh, for sure. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, that's that's amazing, Debbie. We've done that. Amazing, amazing work. Well, you guys have, have done exactly what you need to do and, and the results are there. So yeah, to, to answer the question why you called, we would yes. say is just stay where you are, keep going, especially since you guys don't necessarily even have to, you know, withdraw from your 401ks right now even. So so you're doing great, Debbie. Just keep at it, uh, even though it's a little bit scary right now, right? Mm-hmm, you're hearing mm-hmm. the news and people on Facebook all freaking out about what's going on. Um, but just stay the course. The That's only right. person on the roller coaster that gets hurt is the one that jumps off. That's so right. You haven't lost stay. any money until you cash it out. That's so. right. Amen, Jade. Amen. Yeah. But Baby yeah. steps millionaires, Rachel. 
I love that. That was encouraging to me, I have to just say, because, you know, we're in the marathon right now. Yes, that's right. And I love those calls because it's just reaffirming that we know this works. We know that if you stay the course, like you said, if you keep your shoes laced up and you keep running the marathon, that's you end up like Debbie and her husband. That's right. You end up seeing seeing that finish line. And that's what's amazing. And, and I think it's so easy to get distracted in the world today. Right. There's like shiny things here or exciting things there. Do this, this, this. And even though it sounds boring and it's like, what? That mm-hmm. There's nothing exciting about your 401k and your Roth IRA. <laughs> Is that it? But I'm telling you, it, it just that diligence yeah. year in and year out over time. I always tell myself, I'm like, okay, yeah, 60-year-old Rachel is going to be so thankful. Yeah, your that, future that self. 30, yeah, the 30s, in my 30s, that, we, that you continue it because it's just it, the payoff is there. And even though there's some down years, you guys, continue the race. Continue the race. Thanks, Debbie, for the call. We'll be back. Scripture of the day comes from Proverbs 5, 20, and 21. Walk with the wise and become wise, for a companion of fools suffers harm. Every generation laughs at the old fashions, but follows religiously the new. Henry David Thoreau. I like that, man. That's like what George says. Good, some good stuff. George Campbell. Yeah, like when he says, if you you follow the trends, you fall for for the the traps. traps. I feel like that's... All right, George, you're a you're a thespian. <laughs> That's right. We were just talking about how people are like, oh, 401ks and Roth, yeah. they're boring. They laugh yeah. at those old-fashioned jades, but man. Man, it, it works. works. It, it works. works for a reason. Well, I am a personality, Rachel Ramsey personality, Rachel Cruz, hosting uh, this hour with our newest Ramsey personality, Jade, and we are taking your calls, America, at 888 all right, up next, we have a Joy in Watertown. Hey, Joy, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you, ladies? We doing are good. doing well. How can we help? Great. All right, so um, before I ask my question, I'll just give you a little context. But uh, my husband and I, we are on baby step two. Um, he is in the Army active duty, so I stay home with their children, and I homeschool them. And just recently, we have found out that we're expecting our third and that's great news. Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But the struggle has best been there is this first trimester has <laughs> not been easy for me. And I'm afraid that it may mess with like our food budget because it entails with me wanting to like not cook from mm-hmm. fatigue. And um, I figured it'd be perfect to call you ladies. I know you both are mothers um, mm-hmm. and I really want to honor our budget and get out of the student loan debt we're in. But how do I do that when, like, all I want to do is go to Buffalo mm. Wild Wings every day? Girl, I Ooh. feel you. I feel you. you. Go, you know, go ahead, Rachel. Well, number one, thank you for your husband and his service and your service as well, Joy. Um, being You're a welcome. being a spouse here um, while your husband mm-hmm. is deployed. So, um, man, 
Okay, how far along are you? Um, so we found out a few weeks ago, so I'm eight weeks. Okay, so I'm in okay. like the thick of the morning sickness okay. and all of the fun stuff. Yes. Oh. So, I, I mean, realistically, if I can go back to my pregnancy days, <laughs> you know, you may have about two more months yeah. of this of this mm-hmm. exhaustion. So I would be okay, Joy, for two months, just knowing your reality, because part of the budget is is the reality of your life, right? Like we tell people, like, That's don't so go true. and try to budget seventy five dollars for food. You're never going to hit that. Like that's stupid <laughs> to even try to do that. So, so if you're in a position, especially if, and he's deployed right now, right? Is that what you said? No, he's not deployed. He's okay. active duty, although mm-hmm. he will be soon. Okay, okay, okay. But, but he's in this first trimester. He won't. He's be. here. Okay, that, but, um, that's good. Yes, that's good. Here. So I was going to give mm-hmm. you even more grace if he wanted yeah. to be like, I get it. I, oh my gosh, I can't imagine. Um, so yeah, so I would say as as much as you guys can plan. The food, because the food yeah. budget is always the thing that that gets people. It um, does. And, and again, I want you to speak in because Jade does so much of this stuff, especially on Instagram, which is amazing. But um, but just hear me say, Joy, if, if it's two months of adding in a little bit more because you just know the situation, but it's going to stop after two months, right? Like you see that end point. Um, mm-hmm. I would give you some grace in that for sure. But also, I think there's a way that you don't necessarily have to do that and you can yeah. plan and yeah. have a meal plan and and do some things that are easy cooking uh, that can still stay within the budget. I agree. You know, I'm with Rachel. I mean, the fact is sometimes like mamas want what mamas want. And sometimes you just, you know, you're, you're, you find yourself at Dairy Queen, you know, at, <laughs> at 10 p.m. But, you know, I do think there's some things that you can do practically that don't involve you, you know, paying that premium of going to a restaurant. And I think it, at the grocery store, as much as you can, and I normally wouldn't recommend this, but as much as you can buy like prepackaged things, like, yeah. you know, your thing is wings. Mm-hmm. Like buy a prepackaged bag of wings that all you have to do is like throw them on the sheet pan, put them in the oven or put them in the air fryer. And as much as you can pre like on that one day, you know, that those few hours that you're feeling good, as much as you can meal prep a couple of things. So if it's like, all right, I'm going to like make this ground beef right now and I'm just going to put it in things so that when I'm hungry, I can quickly put it on some tortilla chips and eat some nachos. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying you have to eat chicken and broccoli. But if you have those pregnancy cravings that you can quickly open up the fridge, it's already sitting there in a Tupperware, it's frozen, you made your chili the night before, you know, you've got your chili frozen, you got your wings that are in there, you've, you know, whatever those favorites are that you have, you've got an apple pie, you know, in the deep freeze, that as much as you can do those things, you keep your own ice cream at the house so you don't have to go to Dairy Queen. Yeah. That makes a big Mm -hmm. difference. It really does. And let me say this, Joy, someone said this to me years ago as a mom, and it was such like, it seemed like such simple advice, but it was so freeing for me. So all the moms out there, she was like, every dinner does not have to be this beautiful gourmet dinner. Oh. Sometimes it's just sandwiches. Like sometimes it's peanut butter and jelly and Preach, it's like, Rachel. and we're going. So, so I also want to give you permission. Don't feel bad because I think moms can take on that level of responsibility of like, okay, we need to eat healthy. We need to eat organic. Mm. It needs to be mm-hmm. gluten-free and everything mm-hmm. needs to be homemade. It needs to, it's like all this stuff. And sure, there's a place for that, right? Um, but overall, too, like, it's okay. It's okay that, yes. that some nights, it's like, listen, we're doing cereal. We're doing eggs and bacon. Yes, and breakfast and, for dinner. Yes. But it's like, it, things don't have to be, you know, you don't have to have this perfect spread no, every no, night. So give like yourself a, vegetable a, and a, a lot of yeah. grace, a lot of grace, Joy, okay. a lot of grace. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Thank that's you. what I, that's one of my meal planning things. I'll tell you this real quick. I always tell people, I'm like, if you're trying to meal plan, cook four cook four no more. That's what I say. I cook four things and then I double the recipe and I freeze it. And that way I'm good, not only for that week, but I'm good for the next week because I've got, you know, or, you know, weeks to come because there's stuff in the freezer. And then when it comes to recipes, Mm -hmm. keep it simple. I mean, I'm talking like 
two, three ingredients sometimes. Yep. Three, absolutely. four, you know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, getting a, a piece of French bread from the bakery and putting some sauce on it and some cheese and making a French bread pizza for dinner. I like Rachel's thing <laughs> of peanut butter and jelly. And if, I, if, if somebody gave me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich tonight, I would be a happy, I would I'd go to fine. sleep a happy woman. That's right. <laughs> I know, but it's, 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 it is so funny that I, you, you or I did, I, I felt that. And yeah. I remember talking to a French, like I was just doing sandwiches for dinner yeah. and I was like, Oh, yeah, that's an option. Yes. Like on, on a hard day, like that's an option. Yes. And it's good. So free yourself from that, Joy. Free yourself. And, uh, and and good luck. And I pray, yeah, all health and stuff for the baby and delivery yes. and pregnancy and all the things. Yes. For that third. Um, that's so great. But I yeah. I love that. But food, it is. It's the number one budget buster. It's mm-hmm. the place that we tell a lot of people even to cut with restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've done so much, Jade, on especially Instagram about figuring out, hey, what are healthy you know good healthy meals yes but also quick and easy quick and and easy all of it so yeah you know for for me it's all about being realistic because if you don't like to cook then don't plan on cooking like this elaborate meal like choose recipes that's like okay i will actually put in the work to do this this is something that we'll actually eat you know i think so much of it is being realistic and from my point of view it's about for this season of my life, because that's another part of it, picking things that I can pre-cook, keep them in the freezer, pull them out when it's ready, because your girl is not trying to cook when she gets home. Mm-mm, like mm-mm. literally this whole week has been about me grabbing whatever was in the freezer the night before, putting it in the fridge. So when I get home, all I have to do is dump it in the pan, heat it up, put the rice. I pre-cook rice. I do so many portions of rice and do them ahead of time. So many portions of quinoa and do them ahead of time. I you know, pre-cut and and steam the the different vegetables ahead of time, and they're already there, ready to go. Yes, and it really takes the guessing out of it for me. It's like the other night we were coming home, and I thought, oh, we could stop at Chick Fil A. I could pick up salads, and I was like, I already have, I already have food already, and, there. It's, and it's things that I that we like. So yes. it kind of just simplifies it and you know it makes life a lot easier and yes. i gotta say a lot healthier because that's right that's right and the saving money on that side like i think oh, it was yeah. i think it was george that had a video about the average meal when you cook at home yes what it is versus out to eat mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know and you just look at the numbers you look at the stats and you're like man it, it is it is so expensive and for a family of five like oh. when we go out, I'm like, even to Chick-fil-A, it's painful. I'm like, you're spit. I'm like, this is like, this is crazy. I mean, it just, it feels if it, 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 cause it is, it's so much. Yeah. It is so much. So you if can you're spend $50 at Chick-fil-A, if you're not easily, it's $70, if you're not careful, oh, easily, like it's, it's wild. So yeah. all of you on the journey of getting out of debt, that we're cutting the restaurants, eating at home is a great jump start to freeing up some margin in your budget. Jade, great hour. So fun. Love hosting with you. Thank you to all the gentlemen there in the booth. And thank you, America, for listening. This is The Ramsey Show. It's Rachel Cruz, co-host on The Ramsey Show. If you want to do your debt-free scream live on the show, visit RamseySolutions.com slash debt-free scream. We'd love for you to come to Nashville and tell Dave your story. That's RamseySolutions.com slash debt-free scream. Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.